Somebody's going to go bridge here. It's better time. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Garbage Podcast, episode 50. My name is Andrew Gardner, joined alongside by Alex Clausen and Steve Brady. Boys, how are we doing today? Episode 50, fellas. Woo-hoo! Halfway to a century here. Wow, good for us. Good for us. Good for us. Good for us. <laughs> Shout out. Episode 50. Who would have thought, right? Not me. I did. We got anything big planned for episode 50? I mean, today? No. <laughs> next week, though. Next week? We got big plans for next week. Actually, definitely want to stay tuned for that. Yeah, so uh, essentially, yeah, episode 50, taping it right now, obviously, as you're listening to it. Uh, we had an idea. It didn't really work out that well. You might hear part of it maybe later in the episode. Maybe. Or maybe right now. Or maybe right now. I don't know. I don't know. I'm maybe throw it in. But uh, yeah, it kind of fell through. Uh, but our big thing for episode 50 is coming next Friday at Fenway Park. Yeah, throwing out the first pitch, guys. Woo! You're actually not doing that. But it is big. You're definitely going to uh, want to stay tuned for that. Also, before I forget, we have a TikTok now. Got a couple followers on there. What are we uh, just at Gone Bridge? We're just at Gone Bridge. So, you know, if you want to see some behind the like, scenes clips from these in-person recordings, we might be throwing the baseball today. Got to figure that out. Yeah, don't watch your Gardner dance around for a little bit on TikTok. When was I dancing? When were you not dancing? That's a good point. Uh, so anyway, go follow us there. And yeah, thanks for 50 episodes. I don't know. I mean, it's not like... Yeah, if you've the, listened the old, to all of the episodes that we've made, probably even part of it, like, wow, good for, good for you. Honestly, that's dedication. I feel bad for you. I don't. <laughs> I think that that's just some dedication that I would like to hear about. I would too. So if you've listened to every episode, let us know. And tell us, you yeah. got to give us a, your favorite part from every single episode. Right? Your five pages. Favorite Gone Bridge moment of all time. Yeah. What is our favorite Gone Bridge moment of all time? Honestly, I have no idea. I don't know. The, the Bring the Good Stuff segment was funny. Yeah. I don't know if that's favorite of all time, but that was funny. I'd really have to think about it. Yeah. There's definitely know. some like, some some one-liners that have provided some I was just some comedy. I was just trying to think of one. I can't really think of one off the top of my head though. No free ads is also just uh, yeah. Yep. No free ads is probably the best running gag that we've developed. A thousand percent. The Alice Court Impact Player of the Week segment has blown up. <laughs> yeah. It's taken off. It really has. It's turned into uh it's turned into its own thing. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh I'm trying to think what else here. I mean your quote about the Yankees last week was awesome. Or two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. Like, my, quote, the my quote about the left side of the infield. Not the that was good. Board. Yeah. <laughs> Carabas left a little column on that one. That was, that was good stuff. Jesus was a shortstop. Jesus was a shortstop. Just you know, a lot of uh, a, a lot of hours of content <laughs> yeah. that you could possibly look at. When you think about it. We have, we have put in a lot of time to this. I mean, people don't like to talk, to talk about it, but this is actually technically our 51st episode. Technically it is, because uh, if you're a real fan, you would know that, because we had bonus episode 7.5. Trivia. That's a trivia piece right yeah, there. Yeah. Um, question before we get into the talk. Do you think if we hadn't been like on section 10, we would have gone through 50 episodes every single week? I think so. I mean, we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. So it's an unanswerable question. What, what would it be like if we didn't win? <laughs> I guess we'll never know. 
Well, anyway, speaking of winning, the Red Sox won three and three this week. Woo! But, however, we're now second in the AL East. Woo-hoo! And a game up on the Yankees for the first wild card spot. The Yankees really thought they had something there for a minute. Oh, they, they, they were like, man, they, their fans are getting so excited. They're like, what are they, 11, 12, 13? 13. 13, 13 in, in a row. row. 13 in a row. They go and then lose 10 out of 12 after that streak, including a home sweep to the Blue Jays, in which they did not lead in the series once for the first time since 1903. The Blue Jays are they scared. They're scary. They're, they're sneaky, like what? Uh, two and a half games back, I think. They're one of us? No. One and a half games? Would you guys rather face the Blue Jays or the Yankees? Because I don't think it's that easy of a, an answer. Well, they have, Blue Jays have Rich Hill, right? Dick Mountain, who is currently... I thought he was in the Mets. No, I'm trying to think. Dick Mountain moves everywhere. I swear. He's, he's everywhere but nowhere at the same time. He's on the Mets. Not really. Is it Rich Hill? Yeah, he's on the Mets. Hold on, who am I thinking? They have Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray. That's okay. Dick Mountain, Robbie Ray. <laughs> Robbie. Classic blunder. The point I'm trying to make is that Robbie Ray has had a very comparable season to Garrett Cole on the mound in terms of production. Robbie Ray shut us down. Wait, I believe it was the game last week. Robbie Ray is having a similar season or Rich Hill? Robbie, Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray is like. I was going to say, I thought. I zoned out for a second. Right. You were still talking about Rich Hill. No. I'm just gonna, so I'm just, all I'm saying is that a potential wild card game against the Blue Jays facing the one and only Robbie <laughs> Ray is not any better or much better of a matchup than facing Garrett Cole. Dude, I mean, the Sox had Derek Cole's number I'll, a couple yeah, times this year. I'll also throw out that I think Garrett Cole is – mentally weak and cannot handle the pressure of a wild card game, especially if it's in Fenway Park. Oh, speaking of favorite golf original, the Garrett Cole mailbox story. He oh, is yeah. weak-minded. Classic. A classic story. Uh, yeah, Garrett Cole sucks. Weak-minded. Might win the Scion, but still sucks. Robbie Ray should win the Scion. Honestly. Robbie Ray, Carlos, well, Rodon, who's hurt? Lance Lance hurt. hurt. Lance They're both hurt. hurt. So, if Robbie Ray stays healthy, maybe he'll win the Scion. But that's a good question. I don't know who I'd rather face Probably the Yankees. I honestly think I would pick the Yankees too because it seems like every time the Blue Jays come to town, they just have a home run derby. Yeah, that's oh, true. Sure. And Fenway Park, right? Like, yeah, they would have a field day. That'd be not great for us. No, they have not played well against the Blue Jays at all this year. In fact, I'm trying to find. Except for that one game at the minor league stadium in Buffalo, <laughs> yeah, where we scored 11 runs in the first inning or whatever yeah. it was. Well, when I think back to that losing streak that we had, or like that bad, bad skit at the beginning of August, it immediately goes to that series against the Blue Jays in, uh, in Toronto where they lost, I think, three out of four. Matt Barnes gave up the, like the home run to Simeon, the walk-off. He also gave up like the go-ahead shot in the eighth when we were up like nine to two. Like the Blue Jays are a scary team. They, uh, they just went into the Bronx. They made up six games in six days. Correct me if I'm wrong. But the Blue Jays might have the best run differential in the entire league. They might. They, uh, yeah, they're, I don't know if it, I don't think it shows on the standings. Just on yeah, the I'm looking at some of these games. They're, if they win them, they're high scoring, like 6-5. What? You got to score. I'm looking at the, oh. the season series right now. And if the Sox are winning these games, they're all like one, two run games. And if they're losing, they're getting blown out like 18-4. to four. 
Yeah, so the Blue Jays actually don't have a better run differential than the Tampa Bay Rays or the Astros. The Red Sox actually had a winning record against the Blue Jays this year. They went 10 and 9, but I think that was probably because they beat them a lot out of the gate. And then yeah. July and August, the Blue Jays made the Red Sox a bitch, but that's besides the point. But yeah, the, the Blue Jays are scary. And I mean, I can't even count out the Red Sox here. Like, we're only in the playoffs now by a game and a half. Obviously, we're a game up on the Yankees. Uh, the division couldn't be more out of reach. It's wild card bust. Nine games back of the Rays. They've just about locked that up. Speaking of the Rays, fuck the Rays. We could talk about the Cleveland series, but I feel like nobody cares anymore. We won two out of three in Cleveland. We almost won the third one. You know, or no, it wasn't in Cleveland. Shout out to Alex Verdugo for doing well mm. in that series because he came through clutch. He did. And with that hit to walk it off, nothing like a good walk off. Truly, truly. I do enjoy a good walk off. I do. Don't have to argue with me on that. Yeah. But Fremil Reyes, I'll say freaking tank cock rocket. Who is Holy that? Oh, oh, that was God. the funniest thing. Nesson pops up that graphic. They're like, Adamino's face, 270 some on bad. How's he yet to let up a home run <laughs> to the opposing team this season? Just freaking throws a slider down Broadway and Fremil drops. Drops the hammer on it and just oh my god. Also, Mike Monaco, great call for Nesson. Yeah, I don't know if you but, were watching like the full game, but he did well. Yeah, I really like that guy. I do too. Let's go. Let's no, go I said I don't. Oh, I thought he was. I thought he was went pretty good. I didn't love or hate him. It was. He's nothing special. I will say his home run calls were a lot better than OB's. Well, OB's always just like. Deep drive to left field, it's out of here. That's that, honestly, that's a little bit too much. <laughs> no, Monaco on, uh, who hit that? Oh, Devers hit that, that three-run bomb to put him up through nothing. And, uh, yeah, it was a good call. I thought he, I thought he did well. I mean, Ellis Burks is also growing on me. Hold on, I want to go back to that graphic. That, that yeah. On. So, it's, <laughs> if that was an Andrew Gardner graphic, if, you, if I've ever seen What one. is this? No, did you not see what happened before the Fumilio Reyes home run? The tie it. Ottavino was on the mound, and Nesson put up one of those little boxes in the bottom right corner. Of the oh screen. yeah, yeah. And it was like yeah. however many batters this season without a home run yeah. led up by Ottavino. Yeah. Next okay. pitch, absolute oh, shot. Job. But that's exactly what happens though. If you like, like NFL season's about to start, the classic NFL jinx is. It's like 23 for his last 23 on field goals attempts within 20 yards. It's like, well, he's going to miss. It's like, well, I bet that shit all day. He's shanking it. It was legitimately the next pitch, too, which was the funniest thing. No, it's always when the announcer acknowledges like one of those stats. Yeah. And it's just over. You can literally shred all the papers on it, whatever. (laughs) It's over. It doesn't matter anymore. Andrew Gardner had a terrible jinx again today. I don't know. Like, even when the Red Sox aren't playing, I somehow jinx this team. Can you start talking about, like, bad players? No, because team? it doesn't work like that. Jinx is only bad. Here's the thing. It is what I, what I said, like, when, when I say that, there, there's no way that could be jinxed, right? When, I, when it comes out. No, I mean, clearly there is. Well, it, it was, but I didn't. Well, what he said was, hey, guys. And this was last night. This was last night. He goes, hey, guys. Looks like Chris Sale's lined up for the game we're going to on Friday. Klausman was like, oh, cool. Whatever. <laughs> and then this morning, <laughs> Chris Sale tests positive for COVID-19. Yeah, so if there's anybody to blame, if you two were going to the game on Friday and wanted to see Christopher Sale, 
I'm sorry. Gardner's sorry. Actually, no, I'm not apologizing. This is bullshit. I have nothing to do with this. All right, you did, but whatever. So let's swing it back to the race series, because I actually want to talk about the race series. Race series, there's a lot going on in that. I don't even know. Drop the first two. Drop the first two, yeah. Picked up the third. Had a good win. Should have been should two out of three. Should have been two out of three. Could have been. I can't the game, probably game one was just maybe the most infuriating baseball game. Well, we were up seven and one. Right. The sun sucks. We got yeah. Alex Verdugo is a corner outfielder. Who was at second base? Somebody oh, that you had Mondo. Yeah. Dude, that guy. Guy had like three box. extra base hits, and I think like he was still in a net negative. Yeah. Oh, a thousand. He was like when he scored the winning run on which game was that? Was that against Cleveland? It must have been. I think it was against Cleveland on that last Saturday. I was like, that's his Tony Brendan moment right there, where he comes in, pinch runs, scores, and never to be heard from again. He's gonna be like the Red Sox podcast in like 20 years from now, like three high school kids make a podcast and interview that's gonna be their job, John, John Jonathan Van Every. Don't disrespect Jonathan Van <laughs> like that. Red Sox like disrespectful. Uh, last I know, Taylor Moderate hasn't hit two home runs in the game with John. That's true. But he was what he runs. has done. And yet he wasn't traded for himself either. He dropped a outfield assist from JD Martinez. That was yeah. He had him out by a good five, amount. six, hundred feet. Yeah. He was immediately DFA. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they had to free up roster spots. I mean, they signed all these like Iglesias was back. I'm, like, I'm looking at this. This lineup for this game, this first game against the Rays, just outrageous. Taylor Motter, Jose Iglesias, Kyle Schwarber, Renfro, JD, Rafi, Bobby Dahlbeck. And then you get into this bottom half, and it's Travis Shaw, Franchi, the Wet Dog, Verdugo, Christian Vasquez, and Aruz. I mean, what year is it? 2018? This is like, it's, this is like if 2021 and like 2014 had like a yeah, style. Yeah, honestly. Like Iglesias? I, I can't believe he's back on the team. Travis Shaw, too. Well, Jose Iglesias had to. I want to talk about the, the play in center field. I'm about to old takes expose myself. We were doing the lineups for the potential wildcard game that we're going to be in. And I had placed one of Kyle Schwarber or JD and left Hunter Renfro and right. Yeah. And I put Alex Verdugo in center field. It is been on my radar, but it's recently been very pressing matter that Alex Verdugo is not a good center fielder. He's not defensively. He's, he's not. actually pretty he's pretty poor. below average. I won't say that he's trash. No, he's not trash, but there have I will say with Kike in center, there has maybe been one moment all year. This is kind of how I just compare their defensive abilities. I'm like, oh, JBJ would have made that catch. Like, there were at least three or four this weekend with Verdugo, where I was like, JBJ would well, have. You know, you, should, you know who never should have set foot in center field? Danny Santana. Danny Santana is a better center field. Let's, let's yeah. get to that. Hold on a second. I have, a lot, to, I have a lot to say. I will give you your moment, but like, we still need to talk about Alex Verdugo's playing center field. Yeah. Because there were times where he should have recognized where the ball was and played off the wall and tried to hold runners to doubles yeah. instead hey, of triples. He's not a fielder. He were there two inside the park almost this weekend because of that. Well, technically, well, technically the triple which he dropped. Well, technically that wasn't a triple. Well, technically, yeah, technically the terrible error. But yeah, this one who is this? Wendell? No, this is against. 
This is the oh, 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 right. I was just watching this so but, I can fire myself up. Against. But what's it called? Uh, no, there was another one where he gave up. I think it was the game. It was the it was the eleven ten game. It was when the race tied in the ninth. It was with the, the inside the Parker, right? Yeah, it yeah. was because yeah, Dougie tried to catch it off high off the wall, right? Yeah, and Renfro lost the ball on the sign. That's the play, right? Yeah, Renfro Iglesias had to come back out. Yeah, Renfro. I mean, it wasn't a great play on him, but he also just lost the ball. And yeah, if we're not calling that errors on Alex Verdugo, who in another play had no idea where the ball was because of the sun, and all of a sudden that's not a hit, which yeah. I think that probably should be a hit. But you think that's a hit? I think that should be a hit, yeah. I think that's an error. Yeah. Anytime the any- sun, it hit him in the glove. Yeah, if, if it hits, if, it, if Verdugo didn't touch it, it would have been a hit. No. Yes. I feel like the opposite should be the case. Really? Yeah. I feel like if you – no, this happened with David Ortiz a couple years ago, like you Darvish, a, a no-hitter, where this guy in the Rangers, like, dropped the ball, but he didn't touch it, and they called it a error, but then they ruled it a hit. Because it's like if you don't touch it, you don't know if you you're said he did touch it. Sorry, I meant to say he didn't touch it. Well, I think the opposite should be the case because if you are so lost by the sun and the sun is such an impeding factor on your ability to catch the ball – then, like, you, you don't know where it is. He did know where it was, though. He saw it. Oh, so he should have caught it. an error. That's an error. That is definition of an error. I would just like to, I would just like to point in real quick and say that another Gone Breeds throwback moment. We all knew the sun was coming for us. We yeah. <laughs> We've been talking about this since, what, episode seven and a half? Mm-hmm. That the sun's coming for us? We talked about it on section 10. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, nothing matters. That's not, not to say that we called it, but we called it. The sun sucks. Whoops. Sons and four. Sons and four. Yeah, I mean, either way, there's no point in arguing about whether or not should be scored in a certain way. Alex Rio is just pretty bad in center field. Jose Iglesias should never have been the one <laughs> backing that play. Wild, wild that he's out literally 350 feet from home plate backing him up. Another thing I'll say about uh, the second game, game two, is that we had a big lead, I think, in that game too, right? Not in game two. I could get game, game, game one. The one that went to extras. Yeah, game one. We were up seven goal. Yeah. So every time I thought we were going to get a little bit more cushion insurance run and we increased the lead to two, the Rays would always answer with another run for four or three or four consecutive innings. Four consecutive innings. The Rays scored in the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth, and then two in the tenth. And the Red Sox also had the bases loaded there. Two outs and Pilecki. What do you do? You ground out to the shortstop. Like yep. But that's just the classic brand of Rays baseball where you don't know who these guys are in the lineup, but you matter. know that the production is going to come. Death by a thousand cuts. Well, I mean, you look at this lineup. I mean, it's. I feel like we think it's decent just because we're used to seeing the Rays and we're big baseball fans. But like Randy Rosarena, Wander Franco, Nelson Cruz, Yandy Diaz, Brandon Lau, Jordan Luplo, or actually Lau Pinchip, but Joey Wendell, Manuel Margot, Austin Meadows, Kevin Kiermeyer, Francisco Mejia, and then like there are a couple pinch hitters there, like Wendell and Kiermeyer. But like who on that team really stands out? It seemed as like, like the guy. When Austin I was, Meadows? When like, I was watching that game, Nelson Cruz is on a tear. Well, yeah, Nelson Cruz. Awesome. Every time he stepped up to the plate, I was like, this guy is good. He's like, and he hit a shot, right? He's literally like the Tom, like, he's not Tom Brady of 
of baseball, like but the, like age wise, he's like the Eli Manning of baseball. No, no those are both terrible comparisons. Somewhere, <laughs> so he falls in between Eli and Tom Brady. But like, yeah, no, he's, he's like the he's like the Adrian Peterson. It's honestly of baseball, and not as good as the state Ortiz, but like you can, it's not, it's comparable in like what they're doing right now. At, at, yeah, at their age, yeah, yeah, that's a fair comparison. You think Nelson Cruz is a Hall of Famer? Top twenty nine hundred home runs. Yeah, that's fair. I would also agree with that because he also took he got busted for steroids. Did he? Yeah, like twenty thirteen when he the Rangers. Then no, he's not. Definitely not. Uh, yeah, just a just a terrible game. Like you're up seven to one. Chris Sales on the mound. You can't lose that. You need to win every you just Chris Sales start you got. I mean, Chris Sales kind of blew it. Pitched like into the fourth inning. You let up one iron run. You let up ten hits. You let one iron run. Somehow struck out six. He let up one run. He pitched. He didn't even pitch four innings. He struck out six guys. If if you could make sure that every Red Sox pitcher only lets up one earned run every single start, would you do that? Well, yeah. Why wouldn't I want? That? Well, that's what Chris Sale did. So, yeah, I was honestly like, whether or not this when they were up seven to one, I was like, Chris Sale's going to prove four zero, easy win here. And then the was it the fourth inning happened. I was like, well, shit, that's not going to happen anymore. And they pulled him. He couldn't even get out of the inning. I know he should have with Verdugo. And then Devers had a ball there, I think, that inning, where it kind of booted off his glove. Kind of a tough play. That guy would play, but just a brutal loss. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, Sunday or Tuesday's game was kind of, you know, they went up big. But I want to talk more about Wednesday's game, the game that Hunter Renfro single-handedly said this is my team. Let's win. And I would like to win today. You know who didn't want to win on Wednesday? Uh, a lot of guys. Danny Santana. Maybe the single most pathetic dive I've ever seen in center field. Like a floppy fish out there. He was. I mean, he was. He missed the ball by, like, probably a good foot out of his club. Yeah. He did absolutely nothing to help that play. But then Hunter Renfro. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that he embarrassed himself. Yeah. Hunter Renfro was in the back. When he can see how this that game. He did. He did. Not a guy in second. Yeah. Which should have been a lesson in and of itself for the entire race. This whole year should have been a lesson. I can't believe we're still talking about this. It's it's September 10th. Here's a quick guide on how to run a Hunter Renfro. Don't. Don't. Yeah. Just don't. There are any more steps or is that? uh, The steps you should be taking are back to first base. (laughs) You should not. Or back to the dugout when you do run. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, remember in like uh, 2012 when you went to Cespedes first on the scene and gunned a guy from like the wall at home? Yeah. And then nobody wanted to throw on you on Cespedes. Or wanted to run on you on Cespedes. What happened to you on Cespedes? He disappeared from the Mets. I think he got busted for sure. He did. He was on the Sox for a little bit too. That was he was on the Sox for half a season. season. Yeah. And they traded him for Cy Young Award winner Rick Forsell. Pretty Ricky, Ricky Raindrops, Ricky Porch Lights, Attractive Richard. All so the Yoan Assessment has also just disappeared from Mets Kent one year. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> wasn't he found like riding his horse on his ranch? Oh, and then he got hurt because of that. Yeah, yeah, he like broke his foot jumping off a horse. Yeah, he's played 46 games since 2017. Where is he now? I think the didn't the Mets like kind of recently sign him to a decent sized contract? <laughs> 2016, maybe. Yeah. No, I think it was like 2018 or something. No, he was, was a good player, player though. Like, I mean, he was good. 35 home runs between the Tigers and the Mets. Homer and Derby in a Sox uniform, right? 
No, that was no. right before they traded him. Back to back home run derby winner, 13 14, all star in 14, 165 career home runs. He also said he wanted to end his career with the A's, but back to play again. One day contract. You never know. I don't think he's that important for that. I don't think he is either. I don't know. That trade, honestly, for the, the A's in 2014, that like killed their team. The John Lester trade, like, they why? had no offense after that. Cespedes was their main offensive piece. They were like, I don't know why we're talking about the 2014 A's right now, but probably a trade that should not have happened and negatively affected both teams. Yeah, right. I mean, the Red Sox. They never should have gotten rid of John Lester. That trade pissed me off. Probably at, at the time of trade, I can't remember a trade that's pissed me off more. Not even the Mookie Betts one. I think, yeah, because John Lester was more of like the, he was homegrown. I mean, he wanted to stay here. He did. Well, it was and also John Lester, like for, I mean, Mookie Betts was, when he came up, like he was much better than anticipated, if I remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, John he, Lester. he was a fourth round pick. Yeah. Yeah. So Mookie Betts wasn't even our top prospect when he came He was up. a second baseman. Yeah. They were, and then, but John Lester was like, they drafted him. He was a first round pick. Right? Yeah. And he was supposed to be a tank. And then came up, was a tag. Well, he also got cancer, too. And right. Everybody was, like, rooting for him. Like, exactly. He was, like, he's, he's, been, he's been the best, like, pitcher the Red Sox have developed in the last 15 years. Easy. You, play play, you can't even argue. And they talk so much. Play drill. I mean, and it also, I feel like the implications, like, the Mookie Betts trade, that whole year, they were like, are the Red Sox going to trade Mookie? The Red Sox are coming off a World Series in 2013. Yep. And within two weeks before the trade deadline, all of a sudden you're hearing like, oh, John Lester's not going to be on this team in August. And you're like, what? Like, so anyway, I don't know. I digress. I digress. Over there. It was John John Lester was pretty gross in that uh, 2013 World Series. Yeah. I remember John Lackey was disgusting. John Lackey was kind of the guy. That was like when you were like, all right. Because he had had Tommy John. He had had bad years for the Red Sox. And at that point, you're like, all right. I don't yeah. care what this guy's done in the past. I forgive him. Yeah, 20, 2013 in the World Series, 2 0, 0.59 ERA. Lackey? No, John Lester. Lackey? Between his two starts, had a, went seven <laughs> inning, went 15 innings combined. Wow. Nine hits. 15 and two starts? Yeah. Wow. One, one earned run, 15 strikeouts. I just supposed to show how the game's changed. 0.65. It's changed dramatically. Yeah, I remember Lackey in that, that clincher. It when Farrell came out, he was like, get the hell out of here. I'm finishing off. Right. I think it was Matt Carpenter with Beltron. And he struck him out like the bases loaded. I mean, you see a pitcher go eight innings like these days. It's either A, they have a no hair going. It's literally, that's the only reason. Or B, they're just immaculate. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I've always been a big MLB The Show or like even MLB 2K before I had. Like, when I'm like, we, like 2K9. That was the best. But I always loved, like, like playing with the Red Sox, you know, like managing their team. And it used to always be, like, if a guy can't, like, if I can't get through seven innings with a guy, even in a video game, it's like, what the hell is going on? And now, like, this summer when I would play the show, I'd play as, like, you know, the Red Sox. And Richards goes, like, four and two-thirds. And I'm like, oh, it's just like a regular start. <laughs> yeah, game like, one. It's just not the same. Game's realistic. Yeah, game literally. One, John Lester went seven, point, went seven and two-thirds innings. Five hits, eight strikeouts, one no earned run. Sorry, that's good. Brian Dumpster closed the game. Yes, I remember that. That was his last ever MLB appearance. Brian Dumpster, baby, the dumpster. 
He wasn't that bad. But anyway. Was, he, he doesn't remember when he bunked A-Rod and then A-Rod took a like, bridge over the monster. And what, that was that was shock, right? Yeah. And he threw at him like four straight times and he kept yeah, missing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's always so depressing when you try and hit a guy, but like you're not good enough to like yeah. even hit a person. He also hit him like an 80 mile per hour, like jump ball, bitch ball. <laughs> Take that A-Rod. But anyways. Yeah, Hunter Renfro, I mean, he hits that tank job in the eighth, put him ahead. And then, uh, I mean, during that entire last two series, or no, during the series, might have been the last two series, he had two baseballs, baseballs, he had two hits that could have gotten out of any other ball. I believe he had more than No, he, he had two balls that hit velocity, like 100 a million miles per hour, <laughs> and put a dent. I, if they weren't going over the wall, I thought they were going to go through the wall. I wonder what, very well could. I wonder what the ruling would have been on that. He, he literally, their one was a home run in 29 out of 30 ballparks, except for a I think he had two. Yeah. But he's a 10. It was like projected uh, distance was 413 or something. Yeah, that sounds about right. But what would the ruling be on that if, if it goes through, through the wall? Hit, yeah, hit it through the wall. It's got to be a double. Right? I don't know. Honestly, wait, hold on. Section 10 is on this. Where is the MLB rule book number? Don't. I'm still in awe over this. I got a question. Remember they called about the wiffle, the wiffle ball? Do you, do you ever listen to that? Uh, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. I got it. Where is. Well, yeah, what would happen though? Uh, you guys talk from that. I'm, I'm still in awe over John Lester in the 2015 one too. I forgot how good he was. Well, he went seven, seven two thirds innings for two games straight. Really good. Damn good. Seven and eight strikeouts in each game. Can't remember the last time. I guess like Evaldi goes seven innings every year. But that's like game. impressive. Like if se- if somebody goes seven innings in 2021, that's like, oh my God, this dude threw a jet. Yeah. And then like 2013, if you went seven innings, you're like, all right, did your job. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm calling up the MLB headquarters. This question needs to be answered. I mean, yeah. I'm genuinely curious. All right. I hope they're not like, well, that would never happen. Oh, I mean, I don't want to hear it. I'm through. All right. Let's see what we got here. Maybe Rob Manfred will pick up. I was a piece of shit. Yeah. That's actually a big fun. Hi. Uh, um, I had a question about the MLB rule book. Thank you. They actually picked up. They actually picked up. All right, hold on. Does the MLB office have nothing to do on a Friday? They might not. Make sure you're getting close. I'm on the Trying so hard not to laugh. She picked up immediately. <laughs> like, holy crap, somebody's calling her right now. Yeah. <laughs> Twiddling her thumbs up. Maybe it's the wrong MLB. I can't believe they actually have a full line for this. Like, let me transfer you to the rule line. It's just one guy with a big. Oh, all right. I was concerned. I'm just going to I'm just going to call back and ask the lady at the front desk. <laughs> you can't do that. She doesn't know. She works at Major League Baseball. She's got to know something. She's got to know something. They're getting another ring. Uh, this is going to feel so like awkward for her. <laughs> Hi. Um, if a ball goes through the wall, what's like the effect? Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
<laughs> immediately transferred. <laughs> this is brutal. It's my to get cut. I'm not cutting this. Absolutely not. <laughs> she was like, that is out of my pay grade. Get them transferred. They're going to say no. Yeah, I know. All right, anyways, until they pick up. Uh, but Hunter Renfro, just an insane display. Jesus Christ, what is going on? I gotta leave in a minute. All right, you're anyways, important, it's obviously not important to us. So All right, anyway, I gotta go in like two minutes because I gotta be on the radio for non Red Sox. Something show. that's more important than going to Bridge. That's. Well, you're in better things. No. Andrew Gardner. Uh, anyway, ESPN intro. You guys get used to me doing the intro when Gardner ditches I us. never. Okay, here's the thing. Gone Bridge is first and foremost. Obviously, I'm leaving, but <laughs> no, Gone Bridge. You're, we're very important to you. We're as <laughs> important to you as our question is to me. Okay, here's the thing is normally we record on Thursdays. We've had to record on Friday the last two weeks. So I signed up for a radio slot for one to three. What are you doing on the radio? I'm with like two other guys. We're just talking. Is that what you're doing here? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we got a question. Two questions from Matt, and then Klaus and Steve will take us through the rest of the episode. Questions from Matt. Questions from Matt. What's a time when you had terrible luck? Probably every time I talk about the Red Sox, I jinx. Yep. Um, I don't know. I don't want to jinx myself and say that I'm generally a lucky person. I'm superstitious, so I do stuff like that. I think it really covers my bases, pun intended, baseball. Um, <laughs> probably, I don't know, I went to a couple of Sox games and like most of them were raining this, this past summer. Mm. I was... Unlucky. I'd say the most, the thing that I can think of most recently that was very unlucky was the first game that we went to in this season, Steve, when we went. Oh. Yeah. And I came back and tested positive for COVID. Or me too, just literally getting exposed. That probably before. was really unlucky for Gardner. That unlucky. was also unlucky for me. The other question I has is what's your favorite album slash song ever? It's um, a good question. Probably Nevermind. And my favorite song off Nevermind is. Is that Taylor Swift? No. Oh, okay. Is. Uh, I guess Dream You. Mine would probably be My Beautiful Darkest Fantasy, Kanye West. Favorite song off the album? Delaware New Dress, probably. Great song. I would say, I'm going to one-up Andrew Garner and say an even better album would be Graduation. Mm. I don't know if it's better, but I love Graduation. It is better. Mm. It's talked about. Pound for pound. There's a couple album. bad songs. I mean, there are more oh, worse sure. songs. on. That's not true. But anyway, your opinion is your opinion. And I would say The Glory is definitely. That's really? just like You think the rest? Alright. Um, before I go here, my high score and impact player of the week um, goes to Steve Pro for being Steve Pro. Shout out to Steve. All right. Steve gets a one. Steve gets a one. Um, also, yeah. Maybe you want to, maybe you should come to Fenway on Friday. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be pretty wild for Jared, too. 
If we brought him, if we brought him, if if Steve decided to come, why would Steve go to a game with us? Oh, I think that they might just happen to be there. They there's no way. Fenway Fridays. Yeah, exactly. Um, I hate doing this. Hate leaving the show. But goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. Have a great rest of the show. Go socks. Go socks. And uh, yeah. I don't have much else to say. All right. See ya. See ya. See ya. <laughs> have a good one. Well, there goes Andrew Gardner. And a very long goodbye. Yeah. Uh, long-winded <laughs> goodbye. Probably would have preferred a good old Irish goodbye on that one. There he goes. Press his face against the glass. Well, I guess the only thing to do now, if anything else you want to say about the race series, I think I'm pretty. I think we've pretty much um, covered all the bases here. Unintended. Unintended. Yeah, Rays are good. I don't want to play them in the playoffs, to tell you that much. Nope. Almost rather play anybody else. Look ahead, though, to Wait, the rest of the season, forward slash tonight's game. Chicago White Sox, talented young team with a lot of good pitchers that happen to be hurt. We have tonight, apparently, it's Tanner Houck versus. Nobody, because it's to be determined. I think that maybe somebody on the White Sox just got hurt. Not really worried about it. Uh, you think um, Mercedes is taking them out tonight? I don't think he's going to see the field. What's up with him? He sucks. That's what's up with him. He I mean, sucked ever since he hit that tank job on Rio. I feel, yeah, Tony LaRusso really crushed that guy. Isn't he in the minors? He is. Yeah. And then he quit baseball for 24 hours. Yeah, less. All right, the pitching matchups. For a game, for games that are going to happen within the next three days, the pitching matchups aren't, they don't exist. They're not projected right now. I don't know who's starting for the Red Sox tomorrow, but um, the White Sox have Dylan, I believe it's Case. Is that how you say his name? Pretty sure it's Dylan Case. Either Cease. way, Cease, I don't think Cease, Cease Case, Case Cease. Not bad. Pretty. Decent pitcher. All right. In his last seven games, he's actually been pitched really well. To the tune of a 3-1-5 ERA. 40 innings per game. I mean, per game. 40 innings over those seven starts. So, depending on who we start, I have no idea who it's going to be. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Team to wagon. In game three, in this three-game set, we have... It was supposed to be Chris Sale, but then thanks to one Andrew Gardner, it's no longer going to be Chris Sale. Okay. And the White Sox also don't have a pitcher projected to throw that day either. So it's really hard to figure out how these games are going to lay out when we just don't know who's pitching. But I'm going to do, I want to have a reserved predict prediction, and I'm going to go with two out of three because the White Sox are pretty comparable us. When does um, Bogarts and all of them start coming back from COVID? I think Bogarts I have, this is according to Section 10 podcast. I haven't Reckon seen anything. I haven't seen anything, but Jared said that Bogarts should come back tonight as of Friday. I don't know if this episode is coming out today or tomorrow. So, a uh, website that I won't say because that would be a free ad. Should I get, no, that would be plagiarizing. I don't give them credit. Mass Live wrote an article. <laughs> that would be plagiarizing. 
I, I searched Xander Bogarts, and the first article that came up was when will Boston Red Sox return uh, all their players from COVID 19? PK should already be back. Um, two players. Oh, Josh Taylor, Kike, and Danny Santana have been activated. Eight remain uneligible. Expecting that many of the remaining players will rejoin the club this weekend in Chicago. Who the club chooses to activate remains seen. Here's where they currently stand. Christian Arroyo test positive on the 29th. Christopher, yeah, Arroyo's still in so Cleveland. It, it says he dealt with significant symptoms and needs to attend a series of doctor's appointments. Um, Barnes is still in Miami. No, Perez, he can't be. I'm, I, they're going through everybody. So Perez is cleared intake process on Wednesday. Um, four players have been quarantining in St. Pete. Matt Barnes, Sawamora, Bogarts, and Munoz expect to fly to Chicago and meet the Sox on Thursday night. Yeah. So, so I think I think Bogarts will be activated tonight. I'm pretty sure we're going to get a lot of guys back this weekend. Fortunately, we lost our ace. Unfortunately. Our and Nick Pavetta, too. Yeah. So he tested positive on the fifth. So he's still got another at least five to like probably seven to ten days. Yeah. Like uh, TBD. Oh. Here we go. Because Pavetta was vaccinated, he can be activated uh, from the COVID-19 aisle earlier than 10 days after his positive test, as long as his symptoms are subsided. So he could be, um, uh, what does it say? Uh, Players testing positive are out for 10 days. Maybe we should call back MLB office and see what they have to say about this. The last thing that woman (laughs) wants to hear is another one of our voices. Cleared earlier. So I guess you can get cleared earlier if you're vaccinated, deeming that you're not infectious. So Pavetta is not available. Cutter Crawford could be in his line for a second start. Outfielder Jared Duran remains in Boston, but is the furthest away from joining the club because he registered a positive test. I mean, outside of Chris Sale, obviously. That is true. So it looks like we could be getting some guys back this weekend. Um, I'm going to go. You know what? I'm going to say clean sweep. Kids are coming back. Socks are, are going to get hot. Mark Socks, my words. Socks are going to get hot. The kids are coming back. The kids it's going to be a clean back. sweep right to one A Clawson. I am still going to stick with two out of three because I'm a realist. And a realist. Feeling good. Feeling good. Uh, and then let's just take a look at the remaining series in the season because the season is. Coming to a close, we have Seattle for three in Seattle after the White Sox series. We have come back home, Baltimore for three, Mets for two, Yankees for three, Baltimore for three in Baltimore after that. And then we finish off the series with Washington in D.C. So realistically, there's only the White Sox is going to be a tough series. So if we can come out two or three, as I'm hoping we do. If we if we really just take care of business after that series, the Yankees, it's going to be another tough series. Hopefully, we extend our lead a little bit by then. But we really just need to come, you know, come to do do the business that we got to do. I mean, I think that you looking forward to the rest of the season, rest of the series. I think you, if you can get hot, you can stay hot because you run into the Mariners next, who are kind of slipping, then you run into the Orioles, which shouldn't be a problem. And then you run to the Mets, who are always like a coin flip. And if they play well or blow, we need that. Yeah, they're extremely hot or cold. I think right now they're kind of getting hotter. But 
Who knows? Hopefully that dies down by its day to day. And then the Yankees, if they keep slipping, that should be a walk in the park. And then you go Orioles and the Nationals, who just blew up their entire team. So realistically, let me see how many teams we got. So if you can get hot right now, you can stay hot. 17, 20. So we have 20 games left in the season. If we can go a clean, I don't know, 14 and six, it's extremely good, actually, now that I just said that out loud. I think that's doable, though. That's what, two out of three, like every series? Yeah. I mean, I think it's doable. I, realistically, I'm going to dial it back to like 12 and eight. If we go 12 and eight, I mean, 14 and six is doable. I think it's doable. Gonna, I mean, sure. you're, gonna lose, you, you're not losing a game to the White Sox. You might lose one to the Mariners. You might lose, you might split the Mets and then you might lose one to like the Yankees, but everything else. All right. 14 and six. We should be, I'm going to venture four games up on the Yankees by the end of the season. Knock on wood. You can book that. Let me know how it goes. Yeah. So that was for back play of the week. Uh, I want to hear your notes. You any notes first? You no, know I figured for episode 50, it was time that we dig into the archives. Yeah, let's look at, at give us some highlights. Give us back. Um, some, of the, some of the original ones are interesting. Some of these, I really just like, I have no idea what was going through my head. I'd love to hear them. I think one of my favorite ones of all time, I'm actually just running back into this one. In the era of the ship, Jeter would have been terrible. He would have been not great. He really wouldn't have. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I agree. Should we call back the MLB office and see if they'll take back his, his <laughs> Hall of Fame can based you, on this case? Do you revoke Jeter's Hall of Fame because the shift would have made it bad? You could make a case. I would argue with Rob Manfred. I would need that. some advanced analytics to I don't think you would support that. I think I would. I think if you just got a spray chart of where he hit the ball. Well, I think he hit the – I think classic line hit it where the aim. I think that he hit it where they ain't. So if they're shifting on him, then he's just going to hit it. But we've never seen him do it. Well, because he didn't have to. Exactly. I'm, so like, I'm the last person in the world to advocate for Derek Jeter, but I don't know if this is a solid take. Okay. All right. Um, the blimp ads, that was a famous one. Yeah. Um, reoccurring. Very reoccurring. Um, sun's definitely coming for us. Um, the home run derby stipulation of the finalists using metal bats. That would be cool. That would Somebody be, would die, though. Somebody would, 100%. Um, I actually have one that I never used. I'm just realizing exclusive it. content. Never exclusive content. I suggested that Aaron Judge move to first base because they keep getting hurt. It's not bad. I mean, it's really not. Maybe in like two years when he's yeah. 30. It's not a bad idea. It's a big frame. It's all big target to hit. I mean, it would be hard for him to miss. Yeah. Um, His arm's just so good, though. First base would be fun. Ready here first. There's a lot of these. This is like two more. ESPN commentators not knowing what tunnel time was is still infuriating. That was not okay. No. Um, shout out John Means. He was a Cy Young contender once. He was <laughs> for like the beginning three months of the season. I'm looking, I'm looking at If you're a no hitter, people don't have to talk about it. I, t- I'm, I took a screenshot of his numbers. After a couple of games, he was 4 0 with a 137 ERA. Yeah. 50 strikeouts in 46 innings. John meant business. I don't know if John still means business, but he meant it. He meant it for a while. Yeah, he did. Um, Mike up Alex Verdugo for every game. 
especially when he drops the ball in the sun. And yeah, that would have been kind of funny to listen to. He would be like, shit. <laughs> oh, shit, where'd it go? <laughs> uh, Danny Santana sucks. I still I'm on that I stand one. Stand by that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, kids eat free change because the socks were good. It changed? People forgot about that. How'd it change? Well, you have to be like, a, you have to sign up for it now. You ah. can't just like walk in with your 12 year old anymore. That's how I did it back in the day. I know. That's how it should have been. But now you have to sign up and be like a premium member. That's what's wrong with this country, right? 99, revoking their deals. Exactly. Um, Bastards. Fever pitch is great. Fever pitch is okay. So it's kind of great. Pretty good story, one. I haven't even seen it. Oh, that's the last one. That kind of sucks that that's my last one. I really left that on a bad note. Yeah. Do you have a new one for today? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> my plan was to go through the archives. That was pretty good. All right. Alex Cora, Impact Player of the Week, A C I P O T W. Get better at that. The sun gets a zero. All right. Boston's <laughs> outscore impact player of the week is the sun. Get rid of it. Get rid of the sun. <laughs> Who needs it? It's too hot anyway. Not us. Plants do. It's too hot anyway. It is too damn hot. Get rid of the sun. Heard here first. My score impact player of the week. I'm going to go with a conventional answer because my other two friends here didn't. I'm going to go with Hunter Renfro. Obvious. Obviously. Somebody's got to point out the obvious here. Hunter Renfro. It's just a man on, on a mission. You could argue that Hunter Renfro has been maybe our third best player this year. What do you think about that? Well, Bogarts and JD aren't getting touched. I was gonna, I was gonna say Bogarts and Devers. I think. Oh wait, sorry, Bogarts and Devers. I think JD. You was, could argue Hunter has been having a better season than JD. JD was really hot in the first half. That's the thing. Yeah, you have to put into account those first half guys. Like Matt Barnes was disgusting. No, it's a full season. It is a full season. Hunter Renfro's getting it done now. He's pulling the weight. You can make the argument. I don't think his numbers are there, but his impact is there. Tell us what you think. Let us know. Rank your top five. Maybe we'll, or Maybe we'll do that for next episode. We'll yeah. Say that for next. You guys episode. make a list. Let us know. We'll make a list. We'll make a list. All right, what else we got? Make baseball fun again? I have nothing for that. I never Gardner did. sent us a video. I don't know. It looked like it was like single A baseball or like independent league baseball, two people just throwing hands. Oh, no, yeah. I was thinking that too. I just saw a video. That was hit a shot. I was about to round third. Tossing hands with some guys. You know? Naturally. Yeah. That's what you do. What are you saying to you? We've been doing this for 50 episodes. <laughs> yeah. Well, not we, have, night? we don't have Tom, Ask Tom Bridge anymore. RP Ask Tom Bridge. I call him that. No. <laughs> that's that's Gardner's thing. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Matt. Closing out the night, I guess. I guess. I feel like we're flying through. I feel like we're forgetting something. Let us know if we forgot something. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell us after if we forgot something. That's why the value that Gardner should I call Gardner right now? <laughs> what are we forgetting? Yeah. No. Should I? I think he's like doing something. Tell him to go. No, he literally is in a show right now. He can be a special guest. <laughs> Do not call him. <laughs> Do not call him. 
Should I call the MLB office again and see if they remember? Do you know what her segments are? <laughs> <laughs> Ask that poor lady at the front desk. You ever listen to Gone Bridge podcast? <laughs> I think she'd hang up and be. What if she was just like, actually, yeah, I love Gone Bridge. All right, closing out the ninth. My closing out the ninth is serious, seriously consider getting Red Sox tickets for Friday. Seriously consider it. Yes. It's against the Orioles. It's going to be a barn burner. You could see us there. As long as we find a means of transportation to get there. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, closing out the ninth. I hope that lady at MLB office has a better afternoon. Then it seemed like she was kind of having a rough day. Yeah. I hope she's listening too. If you're listening, let us know. Well, that was Wait. episode 50. I mean, you know what might cheer that lady up? What? The pizza video? I mean, the pizza. pizza. <laughs> the pizza video. Here comes the pizza. Cheers absolutely everybody up. Here comes the pizza. I feel like she would enjoy that a lot more than she would enjoy the boob grab. The pizza's funnier than the boob grab. It is. The boob but, grab was funny in the moment. The pizza's like all time funny. But I bet that she would enjoy if she was able to go home after a tough day at the MLB office and not have to go to the grocery store on the way home. That's <laughs> woman. At the MLB office, do I have a solution for you? Instacart is your online grocery <laughs> delivery app that allows you to handpick a variety of fresh foods and products. Forget that ingredient you need to make your famous dish while watching the socks. Maybe you're a socks fan. I don't know. Or you've had a tough day at the MLB office because Andrew Gardner keeps calling you <laughs> the rule book. Order it through Instacart. Delivery straight to your door as fast as an hour. You can shop multiple stores, see details in your area that will help you save money, and every item is hand-selected at the store to fit even the most specific needs. They always handle with care to make sure everything gets to you in one piece. And please, if you haven't smart, there's super celebration yet. Get on it with an order via Instacart. First, del free delivery on your first order over $35. Delivery subject to availability. Terms apply, of course. Use this link in our show notes. For the offer to help support your boys at Gone Bridge. Instacart. Never step foot in a grocery store again. Guys, summer is almost over. <laughs> if you haven't sparked your celebration yet, I am begging you, please start now. Okay. Well, that was episode 50. Good catch on that one. Almost forgot about that. Well, if you enjoyed listening to this episode of the Gone Bridge podcast, I'm trying to think of how hard it usually does this. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Gone Bridge. No, follow us on Instagram at Gone Bridge Podcast and Twitter at Gone Bridge, as well as our newly made TikTok, also at Gone Bridge. If you enjoy what you listen to, we always appreciate a review. Or if you didn't enjoy what you listen to, also give us a review because those are always fun to look at. But you always. gotta write something if you didn't like it. You can't just you gotta write something if you do like it. Yeah, so, I haven't looked in a while. We. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts if you can review us on other platforms because we're on everything. Do that too, or don't. I'm just a guy talking into a mic. I'm not going to make you do anything. We haven't gotten a, uh, a written review since June 1st. Uh, are you tuning next week for episode 51? It might be better than this one, to be honest. I don't know. We're going to have more stories to tell from that mic. I think we're going to have a lot of stories to tell. Have a good weekend. If you can get tickets, get tickets. Everybody have a good weekend and see ya.